It was so sudden that I turned into residues of food stuck in your teeth. You know, the irritating pieces of meat you remove using a toothpick. I became the bad breath in your mouth. You fed me with insecurities, a doctor's prescription, injecting each dose at lunchtime, supper time and in the morning. You always saw something that I wasn't. I wasn't slim enough, thick enough. Your dose killed me bit by bit, day by day. You first introduced her as your cousin, the other one as your half-sister, and the other as just a friend. There were so many, I lost count. I confronted you, tried to narrate my fears, and you would change into a snake, ready to bite and pour its venom, to move from throwing words to objects, knives, plates, and spoons. We became a house of war, each eager to tear the other down whenever we got a chance. We fed our insecurities, destroying our temple. It was once a place of worship. Hello, how are you doing this morning? I hope that you're fine. I hope that um, I am grateful. And I hope that you are too. That no matter your circumstance, I pray that you find something positive to be thankful for. Uh, because gratitude goes a long way. I am your host, Shell Mjogu. So let's get started. The illusion of my heart is our today's topic. Um, If you've been following conversations, episodes, you'll realize that I've been asking that question like at the end of the interview and... I got some quite interesting answers and if you haven't listened to that episode yet man you should go for it right now after the after you're through with this with this episode please make sure you go back to um conversations because there are some very very interesting uh, things in there so, illusion of my heart. Why did I choose or what does illusion of my heart mean? Um, what it does, I'll, when, if I can say when I came to Christ, when I, yeah, I, I realized that there are a lot of things in my heart that I thought I knew and in real sense, I didn't know nothing about them. And to be honest, they, they are things that they caught me off guard because I think I'm those people who like to um, study and I'm all about self-development and I want to, I want to grow like um, I know what my personality is. I know what um I like I liked being in control. I liked um just yeah, literally if I let me just use the word control. I liked being in control, okay? And when I decided to 
let go. Man, my heart was tortured. It was tortured to an extent where I I was doubting whether I'm an introvert. Guys, <laughs> I was doubting whether things, things, a lot of things changed and they were so much uncomfortable. Uh, because, for example, um, like the question of the center of my heart, who is seated at the center of my heart. And honestly, it was me. Okay. And, and I had this wall where in my mind, it was something like a circle where I was at the center. Then there are other rings outside that circle where people, certain people are allowed to um get to certain rings you're not no one even god was allowed to be at the center ring um reason being i felt like he had maybe um not rejected but forgotten me or like he didn't fight for me um in certain particular events of my life and um who else was outside Okay, literally everyone, my dad, friends, no one was supposed to step into my circle. Like, getting, trying to get into my circle. And that, I guess, explains a lot of why I wouldn't trust to even maybe, like, date or something. Because no one, and I mean no one, was allowed to be at the, at the center part of my ring and when I bowed and I moved out of the center and I allowed Jesus instead to stand in there man he disfigured a lot of things like he disfigured a lot of things that now I started it's it's like even now, even though I'm so passionate about things like identity, knowing yourself and all that, sometimes even right now, it's it's like I feel lost to some extent. It's like I still don't know even um, like where my passions are. And a while back, I knew all that. I knew I wanted to do this and this. I know after this point of my life, I want to go to this point after, like I had all that planned out. And then Jesus came in and I realized I had a lot of things in my heart that want, that for me, I knew that they were good. But for him, he was like, uh, nah, you need to step out. And you need to let me be in control. Which I think it's the most difficult thing. But anyhow. Even in the. Even in that. Where when I stopped being in control. Like. My anxiety. Oh, he. Jesus was able to walk me through anxiety. He was able to. Um help me dig deeper and and that kind of stuff anywho the illusion of my heart 
I want to speak of like certain poems that I wrote before. I think they are in various episodes that I probably can't remember. Um so poem 1. The first I think one of the first topic that I did called my unbelieving heart trust issues deeply rooted so deep into the core the honest and the dishonest are judged with the same eye how fair can i be love love is a foreign language or a long distance relative that i never get to hear from it's an orifice in my heart what can i fill you with and in the line the honest and the dishonest are judged with the same eye you'll find that when you're in control of things you can barely trust anything and when you have um a victim mind maybe that uh, a topic that I'll talk about later on in the episode episode other episodes um because you feel like you're always being done wrong and you have these trust issues you misjudge people people who come to, into your life with pure intention you can barely see that and now that person where i could b- barely see someone with pure intention and just because i have these insecurities that i have allowed to just blind my eyes and and in another line it's an orifice in my heart it's the more we distance ourselves with people i usually say there are people who usually say this that um they have god okay but you realize god created man to be social so it means that even though you say that or you have god and all that kind of stuff in the same same way you need people you need people in your life and that whole there will be something that is missing because of your detaching uh from people and in the second poem i wrote um now the illusion wearing pride in my sleeves let's live life as if it were the last day foolishness of the heart cheers to our life to our life and to many more let's make merry this life is our own we tell one another with mirth and merriment let old wrinkles come this is where we think that we only live once I read it a while ago in the Bible and now I have forgotten in which book again where the Bible says as much as we don't know tomorrow it's again foolish to waste your today or to think that you're enjoying in quotes your today ignoring God saying that you only live once that's uh, the f- that's literally foolishness of the heart where um, okay let me explain something um when i was writing my unbelieving heart or the illusion of my heart 
I'm trying to question the intention of a heart because you realize throughout the Bible um and it's something that I even realized in the in the Old Testament that God looks for the heart and you clearly um if you read the Bible not just reading it but reading the bible you notice that um god wants a person's heart and in the same way he wants a person's heart he always he also gives us his heart and in all the wrong that we do he questions the intention and not that is uh, revealed in the new testament that it's the intention of the heart that god's judge that god judges not the not literally our actions per se but our intention of the heart and while rating the illusion of my heart that's what like i literally meant and like it's like truly seen in this poem called philotia or self love i love you i do I pledge to protect you, to put guardrails, to watch out for you. Who is a man if he can trust his own intuition? And that's it. You'll find people say, "Oh, I love myself." And actually this is something that that came out outright to me that I knew or I thought that I loved myself, but in all real sense You don't know how to love yourself if you don't know God. You don't know how to love yourself if you don't love Jesus. And we think that we do love ourselves and we do certain things. Maybe um yeah, thinking that we do love ourselves, but in all kind of if I'm being honest for someone who had spent some years researching on self love and i'm still passionate about it now just that some perceptions have have changed my perception of how i look at self love and we think that um self love is being in control self love is being uh it's knowing Okay, yeah. We do know what what is best for us, but we don't know it all. That's a fact. And if you're trusting you to protect you in no, in like all that situation, man, you're going to fall. You're going to fall deep because we don't know what's about to happen in the next minute, but when we trust a God who loves us, then we get to be protected in for them from things that we can see and from things that we can't see and that takes away our like our burden to feel like i need to protect myself from this and this situation or from this and this person or saying that i won't date because i'm afraid that someone will break my heart but in in Jesus self love when you have self love and you're in Christ you notice that um 
you're able to um he's able to guide you he's able to guide you to where you're supposed to be which is that's a power that we don't own as human beings we need to rely on god's love so that we can realize um our full potential uh to which we were created for the last poem barbed fence i'd rather have you there than here my heart is beautiful i think but it has barbed wire as its fence i can see that the grass on your side is green mine is too i think don't you dare cross that line my grass will turn from green to dry to fire don't play with me i'm not your average car don't try to put your neck on my side you'll end up bleeding you say that you can change me i tell you there is so much more to me you'll never understand it and actually just what i've said you think that i i do love myself and i am protecting me but how come if i'm protecting myself my grass is all of a sudden turning from green to dry to fire why do i change that why do i why am i warning a person that if you cross that line you're going to bleed what am i protecting myself from so much that literally the other person will get hurt because of my self control being thing and i'm not sure whether i've made so much sense in this podcast but i just want you to like in everything that you do like question your your intention of the heart question the intention of your heart because um from the heart um i was watching a video somewhere where um, someone said the heart it's the it's the subconscious part of our mind the subconscious part of our mind is it's the one that is defined as the heart and you realize what you feed your heart or what you feed your subconscious mind that it knows that as the bible so if you've taught it to you've injected it with a lot of insecurities man it will try to protect you from that insecurity it's your heart trying to protect you but in real sense sometimes it's it's it usually protect you from literally nothing it's just an illusion of your heart because you've taught it wrong but if you get like the the right study you realize that um what you realize that the heart when your heart is with god then the rest of the thing can overflow from that point and that's my prayer for you today um 
that's it man for this podcast thank you for listening through to this very point until next tuesday remember that jesus loves you bye